All right, guys, welcome back to the ALG podcast. I hope that you are all enjoying your week and you're having a happy Friday. Today, I am joined by my partner in crime, Fit David D-Rock Roden, right? Something Fit like that? D-Rock David Roden. Yeah, that one. And uh, today we have a very special guest, uh, Alex Coleman, who has an incredible story. He's lost 150 pounds in the last six months. Is that right, Alex? Uh, seven months. Seven but, months, yeah, excuse close. me. I am just off the ball today, guys. I thought I was going to kill this intro, and I just, I just struck out. Um, so Al- Alex has a great story, and uh, a lot of it actually involves David. So I'm going to stop talking now, and David's going to take over from here. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this conversation because this is actually the first time Alex and I have had a physical conversation. But what's kind of cool is like TikTok, John. TikTok, there's value. Actually, all right, I got to say it. I matched the girl on Tinder in Atlanta who said, first thing she says to me is, I saw, I found you on TikTok. I follow you. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is hysterical. Um, but yeah, so Alex and I originally met on TikTok and then he actually bought my book. And uh, obviously I don't, this, this is not about my book. This is about Alex. Um, but just from that into having the communication staying in contact for the last seven months, hearing him go, yeah, I've lost 40. Yeah, I've lost 80. Yeah, I've lost 130. You just, it's, it's just fun just getting this, these DMs from Alex saying, yep, this is just in momentum of weight loss. So I'm looking right. forward to this conversation. Yeah, no, seriously. I'm, I'm very excited to uh, hear Alex's story today. Yeah, yeah. So Alex, kind of, kind of fill us in. Tell us, tell us like the backstory. Where are you from? How old are you? Uh, for anyone that's watching this on YouTube, Alex's camera broke. And so he's just audio right now. But uh, tell us kind of your backstory. So uh, my name is Alex Coleman. I'm 22. And I'm originally from Dodge City, Kansas. But right now I live in Montezuma just for work and, and to kind of focus, you know, I live in the country. So it's kind of nice just to step outside and, you know, fresh air anywhere. So um that's me just a good old kansas boy trying to make a living very dope what do you do for work uh i actually work at an excavation company so we build feed yards and dairies around the world it's called uh mje llc very cool and uh, i also work security at a bar on the weekends very dope very dope how you guys uh doing out there with the whole uh covid situation you know it's hitting the big cities pretty hard i didn't as as you'd imagine but right. for us little towns you know it's it's not really affecting us That's everyone's cool. with the mask mandate but nobody wears a mask kind of deal all right word 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 yeah we're about to go into our second lockdown in uh, new york yeah, we probably michigan. literally have days left michigan no it's called a pause in michigan they're not calling it a lockdown they're calling it a pause oh they did that to us the first time and <laughs> it was a lockdown <laughs> And uh, I'm actually down in Florida for all you warm Floridians right now. It's kind of nice. I'm, it's kind of nice down here. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you're lambing it in Florida. Oh, that's I'm, what yeah, you're doing. 100%. Yeah. All right, right cool. away. I just, I just want everyone to know that David only went to Florida because the mass, there's no mask mandate and he go to the gym and not wear a mask. <laughs> that's why. Everyone. Yeah, I may have made, I worn a mask in the gym today. Kind of felt good. But, um, all right, but we're to here to here. talk about Alex. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so, so being the, the country boy in Kansas, what, um, what's your heaviest, what, what was your heaviest weight like going into high school and, and obviously 22, like that's when your transition was, but kind of give us the backstory and the, on the, just the upbringing. You know, so like grade school, junior high, high school, I've always been a pretty heavy guy. You know, I, I'd never weighed, I did in high school, but like junior high, grade school, I never weighed, you know, cause I didn't do sports. 
I was just kind of the, the couch potato. Student, Wait, I thought you know? if you, when you lived in Kansas, you had to play football. Yeah, that, that's kind of, that's kind of how everyone looks at it. But I, I was the one that stood out and just said no okay. and just kind of did band, you know, little school, eight man football teams. It wasn't my thing. Okay. So, and you know, Superman, right? Cause he's from Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know him personally. <laughs> no, but, uh, in, in high school, I think, I think my heaviest was probably 315 graduating probably around 330. If okay. I had to guess, I never, like I said, I never did sports, never had a way, didn't really care that much. And what and, was uh, the, what was the way you were kind of at that way? So it was just, it was just, was it playing video games? Was it just couch oh, potato, yeah. Netflix? Yeah. What, was, what was the go-to like day, day in the life of yourself back then? So I'd go to school and eat breakfast at about 7.45. You know, we'd get there, class started at 8, eat some breakfast. We always had lunch at noon. And then right when school got out, which about which was about 3.30, I would go straight home and I'd eat at my grandma's. I, I lived with my grandma through the week for school just because I traveled for school. And then so I'd eat around 3.45 and then she'd cook again at 6. So I'd eat about four times a day. And and after that, you know, just watch TV, go play video games. I didn't really try to be social my first mm -hmm. couple of years of high school. So I'd just go home and and just be a couch potato, not really care about anything. And then you got grandma here probably. It wasn't portion controlled meals, I'm sure, through grandma. Oh, no. She said, <laughs> if you get it all, you eat it all. So you had to <laughs> eat all of it. Even if you got a second round and you were full, you had to eat it. Classic. What was the what was the go-to couch potato video games and stuff like that? Um. Well, it was Black Ops, too, just because that's what okay. was really hitting when I was in high school was Black Ops. That's That's actually all I played was Call of Duty. Okay. Nice. Yeah, me too. That was like a go-to for me as well. Oh, yeah. And then fast forward to like, I mean, you kind of just lived that life. And then um, what was it in the after high school days? What did your life look like? Well, after high school, you know, for the first couple of years, I was just bouncing around from job to job. I mean, I worked as a para in, in Dodge. And then I moved down to Amarillo, Texas, actually. Started irrigation down there. Figured out that that wasn't for me so I moved back and you know down there I kind of just was doing me. the regular what I thought was normal I guess you know doing the seven to five a day going home sitting in a chair eating watching tv falling asleep waking up doing the same thing every day and I brought that habit back to Kansas so from when I was about 20 to 22 like the beginning of 22 I would just do that all I cared about was getting my job done, right. coming home with a bag of food and watching TV, sitting in a chair, not doing anything. So what was the go-to at the end of the day after work? Um, normally, if I could get it, I would get McDonald's or a Wendy's, you know, like just whatever I could fill a bag of food, you know? Right. What was like, what, what kind of, we're, we're, we're talking, we're talking uh, what, what, the dirtiness of it, what it looked like. We talking. Was it, were you a chick nugget kind of guy? There was the burgers, oh, the fries, oh, oh. what were we working with? So like, I'd get like a, like if I went to McDonald's when I was still big, man, I'd get like a double quarter pounder with large fries and 10 chicken nuggets. That's, that's my kind of move. Okay. And just putting that down, you know, every day for supper or every other day for supper. But I'd eat fast food three times a day when I was 21, you know, wow. I'd wake up, eat McDonald's at lunch. I'd either stop somewhere 
eat again, supper, bring it home. Sounds about right. And then what was the transition, man? So like you're, you're at this point where you're kind of just doing the seven to five and getting home couch potato, Mac McDonald's. What, what was the catalyst? So actually that that's the crazy part is I don't know if this guy knows it yet, but he's kind of the one that, that made me think of, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? His name is Jordan. He's a good friend of mine from Holcomb. And one day he messaged me and he said, uh, I had posted one of my buddies. He's, he fights and he's pretty big in the fight game. And I posted about him and he said, man, your friends are so cool. And I said, well, wait, I want to be that cool friend. You know, like I want to do stuff like this. And so people look at me like that cool friend, okay. you know, not being such a lazy guy anymore. Everyone's known me as the big guy. You know, mm-hmm. I, I grew up, get, I, they called me Big Al just because that's who I was, you know. I made myself be like that, so I definitely don't resent anybody for it, but that's just how I grew up was the big guy. You yeah. know what I mean? So that actually is kind of what changed my way of looking at life was when he said, man, you have such cool friends. You know, your friends are so cool. And I said, well, wait, I want to be like that, you know. I want people mm-hmm. to, to look at me as their friend and be like, yeah, he's, he's a great friend. He's a cool friend. That's dope. That's actually, I think that's the first time I've heard that is like the turning point for somebody. So that, I like that. That's like, it's just different. I think that's pretty cool. And then at the, so like when you kind of had that transition, what, 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 what was your heaviest weight? So like you, you're down like 150 in seven months. What's, what was your heaviest weight? So I actually went to the doctor for who knows what, you know, I, I don't remember why I went or what right. was going on, but I stepped on their scale at 440 in February, 440 pounds, which I'm a big guy anyways, you know, I'm six, five, oh, I have a big build. So that's, that's no excuse for the weight. You know, the weight's still bad at six, five. That's terrible. Yep. So I stepped on and I saw that 440 and I was like, well, what? And that was in February. And so I never, about a month later, I didn't take any action on it at 440. I just kept going. I could have been a little more, but I'm going to say 440. So, you know, I stepped on in February. Did I, I gave it like a month, didn't care. And then March 31st, I ordered, or no, I got in the mail my diet packet from Core Beef. And once I got that, you know, April 1st is when I started, you know, I I'm sorry. What was the what was the 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 um, program you were doing? Uh, it's called Corviv. Okay, and what does that entail? It's, so it's like it's a two year old company that helps you with four things. You can either lose weight, perform better in the gym, mental clarity, or make more money. You know, whatever you want to do. So me being who I was, I obviously knew I wanted weight loss. So I bought their biggest kit, which was the like the transformation achieve kit. Mm-hmm. And it was mainly just for like digestive health and, and getting energy through the day and helping you get into ketosis faster right. and protein. It's all like whey protein. So when you drink it, it doesn't like punch the stomach. It right. kind of just settles in the stomach and lets, lets your digestive pills feed on that for something to feed okay. off of to help your digestive. Okay. And you found a lot of success with that. that that's where all your successes come from? Um, 
You know, I wouldn't necessarily say all. I mean, it's definitely had a big impact on on my weight loss, but I've definitely put the hours in, like like exercise wise and everything. So, I mean, and are you still on this program? Yeah, I actually am. I'm about to order my next kit right now. You know, probably after this call. It's just it's it's crazy how much it's helped me, and I've actually got my mom and my dad uh, not on it for weight loss, but I got them on energy so it's just for like mental clarity and like a boost through the day you know super mm-hmm. clean like zero sugar zero carbs gram and a half of bell arginine it's pretty crazy okay and then so obviously you had um the supplementation in the process did you transform your diet as well too i'm assuming yeah so so like i said march 31st was the last day i ate bad um i probably probably ate mcdonald's again i don't know i couldn't tell you what i ate but you know, April 1st, I started my all meats and greens and that's it. And fruits oh. that end in berry, I guess, you know, right. berries. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, I changed my nutrition tremendously. It was it was crazy that I cold turkeyed everything. I mean, I stopped drinking everything besides water. I don't drink pop or Gatorade or beer or anything. That's so awesome. I just changed it all pretty much. Okay. And then now, what's that, okay. John, all you? No, I was going to, I was just going to say, so. You're seven months in, right? And you, you've done, you're on this program. Now, let yeah. me ask you, the way, the way that you're feeling right now, I, I love what I'm hearing, but the, for the, the uh, lifestyle that you're living right now, do you think that this is a forever lifestyle? Do you think that this is going to be, as far as like maybe doing this program and the way that you're eating right now, like, is this a forever lifestyle? Is this like an intermediate lifestyle? Like you're going to live this out and then you're going to do more changes, you know, on the back end? Or like, how do you feel right now about this program? So <clears throat> I want it to be a forever lifestyle just because I know the future that I want. Like right. I'm training to fight right now. I was supposed to fight cool. in October, but it fell through because of COVID. Cool. So I definitely want to keep, you know, the energy I have going because mm-hmm. I want to be one of the best in the fight game. And that's just all there is to it. Right. And, uh, you know, I've, I want it to be forever lifestyle for sure. You know, I, I like where I'm at right now but I want to get 25 pounds down, you know, more. Right. And then I want to go 25 more and just see how far I can go and take myself until, you know, I'll always be comfortable with who I am, but I want to just see how far I can go to see the, you know, the best I could be really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, that, I've always find it interesting too, where it's like, you're in this process when you were kind of in this, in between stage before you really made the decision compared to where you are at now, has there been a, cause, cause I think everyone's different on this. Has there been a big mental shift or has it just been like, uh, I just changed this and it is what it is. And I feel like the exact same person I was seven months ago, or do you feel like you've had a massive personality, <laughs> emotional shift with it all as well? No, I definitely feel like I've had a, a personality and, and mental shift with all of this because you know, it's something you kind of need to do, you know, because like, like, uh, like he was saying, do you want this to be a forever thing or do you want it to be an intermediate thing? And I, I feel like if you don't change your personality and your mental with how you're changing your life, then it's not going to be a forever deal. Right. You know, so the way I look at it is, you know, sometimes I look in the mirror and I feel like I'm still the same, mm-hmm. but in my head and in my heart, I know that I'm not the same at all. And I know, that I just need to keep going and keep focusing. And, you know, 
I don't treat myself the same as I did six months ago. So that's what really changed me is, is self-respect. And yeah, I was about to ask, what's like the, how would you say you treat yourself differently now compared to seven months ago? I'm just not shoving that garbage down my throat. You know, I, I never right. knew how, how important your body was to yourself until I really changed, you know? So like I said, I just eat whatever, you know, I'd be shoving pretty much just garbage all day eating garbage. Mm -hmm. And once I changed, you know, I, it's incredible how much different I feel and like my body feels because of the respect I gave myself. See, that's like, that's like my number one statement, which is like, it always goes back to the whole, like, when you truly love yourself, you will do things that are loving. You will, you will mm -hmm. eat, you'll put things into your body that you know are fueling your body, not just destroying it. Right. And yeah. so that is such a massive thing for me because it's like, it just shows you that like, that shows you self-respect. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm eating baked chicken breasts and I'm putting vitamins and, and, and everything mm -hmm. into me because it's the right thing to do and because I love myself for it. And uh, no, I, I vibe with that heavy. So besides fighting, what is the next step for Alex? Like, um, as far as things that you're not doing, what are some other goals? What are some other aspirations and dreams that you have? Well, you know, it's kind of crazy to hear myself say these things because I never thought I'd be able to do it or, or want to do it. But I really want to get heavy into like the Spartan races and like the Hell conquer yeah. races and start doing those. I have a cousin out in Kansas city that uh, she does all that. And she's been kind of telling me about it and hyping mm -hmm. me up to it. So I really want to start doing those. And I really want to start like going and hiking mountains and stuff, you know, just being adventurous and active and, and be who I wasn't seven months ago. That's awesome. Um, I'm very, very relating to everything you're saying right now. Um, I too am six, five. Um, I too. So I didn't do the, you go, you're, when you say fighting, you mean MMA, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Okay. So I went the professional wrestling route. I'm a professional wrestler. Um, yeah. fuck yeah. And, um, I went on my first hike about three months ago and it was the right. coolest experience of my life, dude. So <laughs> was your, like, your first hike was three months ago. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm the so one that excited. I put, yeah, it's, it's Bro, did I ever it's tell you about like my first ever like fit hike. Um, actually was in the, I was actually in the hybrid. I was like 110 pounds down at this point. So I wasn't even all the way down yet. And if you ever see the picture of me in the black cutoff with the, with the aviators on and I'm like this, Looks like um, a no, I kidding. look like a complete douchebag. <laughs> Straight from New York, looking like a Guido. And uh <laughs> and I was with a buddy of mine. We were in Lake Tahoe, and this kid I was with was uh was in the Iraq war. And so he had crazy freaking stories of being in the war and being in the Middle East and hiking all this kind of stuff and saying how much like he had 80 pounds of, of stuff on his back mm -hmm. and doing these crazy hikes. And he talked me into doing this hike where at one point we're literally like shimming across oh, that. We are shimming across a fucking uh, uh, waterfall. Like I'm getting soaked in like slippery rocks to like a 60 foot drop. And I'm, I'm just like, this is fucking crazy. And I'm sitting there going 400 pound, David, not a fucking chance. Three, right. I'm like, I'm like 290 and I'm still going, this is stupid. <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> but then I got to the other side and I'm like, 
this is so cool. Yeah. Um, hiking, <laughs> you don't think about it, but like, it just sucks. Like if, when you're, when you're that size, like, it's just not fun. Like, but you start, you, you have a healthy body. It's, it's, you, you do stuff. You just wouldn't expect me like, Oh, this is cool. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's and then, and, and see, that's what I love about the, actually, Oh, this is a conversation I was having. Uh, so I, I had a event in Nashville a couple of days ago and I just talked about the power of, um, momentum. And it's like when you just set a goal and you hit it and you start getting momentum and it's like, it, it's, it's infectious in your entire life. It's like, I'm so excited for, for Alex and keeping our, our, our friendship where it's like a year from now, you're at your ideal body weight and the momentum of that. And all of a sudden you go, you do a Spartan race and the momentum of that go out on the hike. And then all of a sudden it's like six months later, you're like, well, now I'm actually starting a business. Yeah. And then it's like, boom, I'm doing this. It's, oh, yeah, by the way, it all started when I just started to live a healthier lifestyle. And now I have a net worth of $55 million. I have the wife of my dreams. And life is mm -hmm. great because the momentum of this, like, possibility. Yep. Um, I love it. And you're, you're so new into your journey. It's always so fun to kind of see that elevation where it's like, I could have never thought about doing a Spartan race. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's do a Spartan race. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tough Mudder was one of the greatest things I ever did. It was so good. You did a Tough Mudder? I never do that. Yeah, I did Tough Mudder two years ago. Okay. Was, See, I've never done this times. I've always wanted to. I've never, I haven't done one yet. Um, wait, wait, which one's more aggressive? Is it Tough They're Mudder? They're the same thing, dude. They're the, the same, same thing. thing. Okay. It's like Coke and Pepsi. Doesn't one involve like freaking like running through like tasers? And both. They both. I did that. Did that. It was, <laughs> it was cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, there was some ones that would involve balance, and I was just like, I looked at Steve because Steve came with me, and because they so tough mother uh, kind of comped us like the race because they saw my story, okay. so they sent me to North Virginia to do it, and I mean West Virginia, excuse me, to do it. So uh, I brought Steve, and there was like a bunch of balanced ones where like Steve was like, I'm not going to be able to do this, and you're not going to be able to do this, <laughs> and I was like, Nah, dude, we totally got this, and I just zipped across like it was like a it was like a pool of water. And you had to walk across what was basically the width of a seatbelt in your car to the other side by holding a top rope. You follow what okay. I'm saying? And uh, Steve fell. I didn't. And I was, I was the happiest moment Steve of my fell. Time. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I just, just beyond ecstatic because, you know, That's I'm, I'm never better than Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, Alex, so you're in the um, – so, so obviously your nutrition changed. You cold turkey pretty much everything. You got rid of pop. You got rid of uh, fast food um you're just basically pretty pretty into the keto low carb from my understanding um yeah. what was what's the fitness life like obviously you're 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 working out for doing like mma fights what what's your fitness kind of look like today well you you mean like like what do Not i like do gym. gym yeah like what's well, what I, like you're not doing crossfit we know that because you're you're, you're rolling around and you're sparring right yeah, no, I mean, on my days off, I'll do CrossFit oh, like, wow. type workouts or like HIT workouts, high intensity. I, mm -hmm. I love it. I love that stuff. Um, of course, it sucks the next day. But yeah, usually I try to get like two to three hours of workout time in a day, which is, you know, I could do better. But two to three hours is pretty moderate. For two to three hours that's is pretty a, good. Yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> a good one there, bud. Yeah, but it, like, I'm not sure. I feel like. I could go two in the morning, two at night, you know, do two a days. I, mm -hmm. 
I just feel I mean, like I could. Well, I think you're better. you're you're in that depth of momentum. Like I did that yeah. too. Like I remember. Yeah. You're you're in prime time focus phase. Yeah, you're you're in that momentum <laughs> stage where it's like I mean, when I was getting ready for the bodybuilding show, it was it was two days. It was two yeah. it was two hours of cardio and then an hour and a half of lifting. Like so, yeah, right. I definitely know that vibe. Yeah, I promise you, you're gonna hit like a year and a half in, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck, three hours at the gym? I just wanted to lift for like an hour." <laughs> but then, yeah, you, no, I feel it. No, hundred percent. But then you, but this is, this is the power of momentum, and yeah, like, no. then you find out like it is so cool. Once you kind of get closer to that that ideal body weight and where you want to be, you can you can do the same amount because the momentum. Mm-hmm. It's like you can do it an hour what used to take yeah. you two and a half. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it it is crazy once once that momentum. What kind of what kind of cardio are you hitting? So I like to do a lot of running. You know, I've oh. never been able to run a solid pace for more than a minute and a half, two minutes tops, you know? Right. I mean, we used to have to run a mile in school. I always mm-hmm. had to walk it, not mm-hmm. all of it, but I always had to walk after a certain amount of time. Right. So just kind of running, you know, I'll, I'll run like 30 baseline to baselines every workout, uh, just doing stuff like that. I mean, and it's, and it's, it's a hard one because like in between those baselines, so I'll do like a circuit. So instead of just running the whole time, I'll do 50 abs, 25 jump ropes, 30 second wall sit, and then five laps. Okay, that's cool. That's then, legit. Yeah, you're you're very much times. into circuits and and like, so you're a big variety guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, most okay. definitely. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm like a I like doing the same shit every time. I, I have no yeah. problem. I feel like if yeah. you're a variety person, you love those big circuits and. See, I used to be like uh, I used to like to split everything up by body parts, mm-hmm. and then after suffering injuries and whatever. I've kind of just split between push day and pull day and I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. Um, but yeah, you, I was never really like a, I want to do 17 things all at once. I kind of want to focus on a couple of things at a time, mm-hmm. but variety is awesome, dude. I mean, if that's what gets you going and that gets the juices flowing, then all power to you. No, 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 no. You have to have, if you, if you want to be fit, you have to have a push day, pull day, leg, arm, back. Oh yeah. And exactly. if you don't do that order, and if you're not doing drop sets of, of yeah. 10, 12, 6, 4, 3 with a uh, square root of 7, if you're not yeah. doing that, you're not going to get the gains. That's you're right. not going to burn fat. No way. That lazy piece of shit your whole fucking life. Damn right. We want to buy some steroids? <laughs> um, buy some steroids? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. No, I love that. It, it's just simple circuit training. I love that. Yeah, so then what? what is the – when you're training for MMA, are you, are you mostly a grappler? Or are you mostly like a, like a stand-up fighter? What's like your go-to strategy? I mean, since I'm still so new to it, you know, I mean, it's been five months, six months training now, but I'm, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm good or anything. You know, I'm still right. new. I'm still an amateur. So right now I'd have to stay stand and fight. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I've got some pretty good upper body power good hook power everything but you know we've been training a lot of jujitsu and a lot of grappling so i mean my my ground game is pretty dirty so i I wouldn't count myself out on that but i definitely have to say like i'd say my stand game right now so gi or no gi obviously no gi right um i mean i have one and i've worn one but i haven't been wearing one so like technically i should be wearing one but i haven't been gotcha gotcha i don't even know what you just said a gi is like uh you know like if you ever seen a movie with karate in it it's like okay. the fucking the fucking get up the oh fucking, okay yeah. i never know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. you learn something new every day because like it's a different style if you wear gi you actually use the gi as a weapon so like you could pull the guy down by his gi gotcha mm-hmm. yeah so so then alex is fighting 
just more of like a, a way to push yourself? Do you plan on trying to compete? Like, obviously, I know you say you had one of your fights got canceled, but what's, what's, the, what's the meaning of it for you? So it really, it's not just for, just for, you know, friends or anything, but I have a friend group in the fight game that mm-hmm. really pushes me to want to do the fight game, you know, like, which I want to do it by myself, you know, if, if they weren't with me, then I'd still find Either. a passion for it because mm-hmm. the passion is going to come to you whether you like it or not. So finding this passion already was a blessing from this friend group because, you know, I got four people in this friend group and it's, it's four pretty big fighters and, and they're going to be up and coming, you know, they're, they're going to be great. And them pushing me every day and all of that makes me want to compete, you know, and I want to try to make this a, a, a lifetime deal this fighting. Like I want to fight for, okay. for income. That's awesome, dude. That's dope. I, I mean, I totally, totally with you. I, the biggest thing there is just like, I, whether, whatever it is for you, whether it's ALG, whatever, what, just having an accountable group of friends that push you and it's like, there's just something powerful in it where have you, have you had those, has it been relatively unfrictional or have, has there been some like conversations with them where maybe you were eating something you probably shouldn't have and they kind of pushed you at any point in time or was it, has it been pretty, pretty smooth sailing? Um, you know, with this friend group, there's always, there's always some type of BS to give each other. And and (laughs) most of mine is probably my eating habits, which I don't eat bad and I don't cheat. You know, I cheated my first month and then I didn't cheat again until my sixth month, you know? So, so when I do cheat, they give me, they give me some crap for it, but, uh, mostly it's, it's just BS, giving each other BS in the mm-hmm. fights and, and sparring and grappling each other and just talking, talking all the shit in the world. But, uh, you know, this group of guys, man, I couldn't ask for a, a better one to, to push me into this game and, and give me the BS to get there. You know, it's, it's all going to be worth it in the end because we all want to be successful. So oh, 100%. It's like, I, I mean, there's been plenty of conversations with, I mean, Luke, for example, one of my, one of my best friends. Um, you just sit here and your best friends aren't always sunshine and rainbows where it's like, yeah. sometimes they have those conversations oh, yeah. of like, step the fuck up. Like you're acting like a, you're acting like a bitch. Yep. Have, <laughs> we've had those. And uh, it's, and w- today's age, it sounds people need to hear that more than ever. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it is, it is fascinating how just having that group of uh, peers that will, sift through the bullshit and just like tell you the things that you need to hear not want to hear is so massive um i think that's I what creates a real friend oh 100 percent. yeah i don't want someone to fucking you know sugarcoat everything for me all day long yeah john you're right. late to calls you need to be on calls yeah. better exactly everyone knows that i don't have any time organization guys <laughs> we're working on it here people yeah, we're, we're doing it but fuck it <laughs> but, david uh, doesn't edit the fucking podcast <laughs> hey last one i did good last one i did did good but yeah you're right and if that gets edited out we got half hell i'm gonna edit this out no but all right well what i want to do alex is i know i want to respect your time alex here is going to the gym here in a couple minutes um we wanted to keep this one pretty efficient but because obviously you're still in the midst of your transformation which is really cool and so um john do you want to you want to do your you want to do your go-tos oh i am ready all right alex uh first question are you ready i'm ready all right if you could go back in time 
And if you could talk to Alex, 11-year-old Alex, who has no idea, you know, what's coming next in life. He's living that lifestyle. He's a couch potato. He's playing his Xbox. Um, what would you go back and tell him? I'd tell him it ain't worth it. You know, honestly, um, you know, I'd say, you, you know, you don't have to do sports. Don't put yourself through hell growing up because, because I don't want you to lose that passion before you get to that passion. So I'd say, you know, just, just proportion or eat better, you know, don't do what you were doing and make sure you stay on track. You know, you can, you don't have to play sports, go do band, you know, just be how Alex was. Just don't be how Alex treated his body and ate, you know, that's mainly my thing is I'd tell myself to, to never do that again. I like that. I like that a lot. All right, Alex. Um, I need you to do me a solid. I need you to give the listeners at home three pieces of advice. Now they don't have to be, you know, specific to weight loss, but three solid pieces of advice you can give the listeners. So three pieces of advice I'd give you is, uh, you know, never lose focus on yourself because I've been there. And when it happens, you, you know, you're going to look in the mirror or at the scale or at it, it, you could look at anything in your life and be like, why did that happen? And, and it's all just focus because the moment you lose focus for yourself is the moment, you know, in, in seven months is when you're going to be like, well, what the heck just happened? You know, and then you, you're going to have to go through hell to get it back and get the life that you want back. So, so just Remain focused on yourself and don't listen to what anybody says. Just keep doing you and don't lose sight of yourself. Um, second is accountability. You know, starting this diet, I didn't have a lot of it. I kind of just, I did a dirty keto type deal the first couple weeks. <clears throat> and then I figured out accountability. I started, um, started doing, you know, crappy things of keto you know, I'd eat a piece of bread if I needed to because I was feeling like I had to. And then I got so into it and so, like, accountable for myself and my mind, I started feeling guilty about even thinking about cheating. And, and if I did, then I'd put an extra 30 minutes to an hour in the gym. So as long as you can stay accountable to yourself, you know, you're going to go far in whatever you're doing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Accountability is going to take you to where you want to be. And, and that's just a big thing for me. And uh, the third thing is don't be scared of pyramid schemes. Uh, that's big for me just because I've, I've dieted so much through my life. You know, I tried this diet, boom, failed. This diet, boom, failed. Zingular, failed. It all just kind of fell off. And then, like I said, when, when Peyton and, and Coley and Chris came to me with, with Corviv, I just kind of blew it off for the first couple months. You know, I wouldn't listen. Uh, and then I finally gave in and it's, it's been a life-changing experience. So I guess what I'm trying to say is don't let your pride get to you. You know, you know, you might fail the first three attempts, but still give, still give it another shot. No, I, I love that. I love the, especially the pride part. Cause I, I know John, one of John's favorite statements, the way you did things, how do you always say it? Um, your, huh. your way didn't work. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so drop the ego. You're ready. Yeah. And it's so funny. I like my weight loss was in a network marketing company too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's yeah, the, but this makes Alex our first official guest to lose weight, you know, via MLM. You don't know. Cause I you're the too. co-host. You're the co-host. But that, that, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, Alex, congratulations, Alex. You're our first successful MLM weight you. loss story. Yay. 
And then uh, there's there's so many different ones. Come on, man. There is no. There's a ton. That's there is. No, it's I. My biggest that, that I always go back to, man. And Alex, I'll just, I'll say it's like I don't care what program you do to lose the weight and and live a healthy and happy life. As long as it's sustainable to you and you yeah. can do it, that's all that fucking matters. Hey, listen, exactly. that's why, you know, I, I turn around and like, listen, some people get sensitive, especially when it comes to like MLMs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why before when I asked you if this was like something that you could see lifelong sustaining, that's why I asked it in that way, because I didn't want to insult you and I didn't want yeah, to come at no, you, you're good. you know, um, but yeah, man, if, if you feel that you're in a position where this is going to work for you lifelong, then hell yeah, dude, keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. But if you notice that maybe you're starting to slip up a little bit or you're not getting the results that you once were, then, you know, put in something else. I'm not saying take the whole system away, but, right. you know, add in something else mm-hmm. or, or yeah, take no, something out. So, Completely. Uh, yeah. Alex, before we let you go, please do me a solid and plug all of your social media accounts. So I probably won't do my Facebook just because it's kind of yeah. dead. Yeah, just do Instagram. My, yeah. yeah, my Twitter's dead too. So <laughs> so my Insta is actually A. Coleman, A-C-O-L-E-M-A-N, 1998. Um, I mean, I follow David and David follows me. So if you see my name through his page, then that's me. I'm wearing a red shirt in my, my profile picture. And I also, you know, before the podcast end, I just want to thank this friend group and, and Corviv and, and David really – you know, because taking the leap of faith on the book through TikTok, uh, finding this friend group to help me fight, you know, um, Eduardo, Joseph, Edwin, Ishmael, and my, my family, really, uh, it's just crazy. And, and Corviv taking me all this way, it's just it's a life-changing experience. And, and I do have one last question for you, because this, this is a little thing. What What would you say from reading my book was some of the most, like – what i mean obviously i want i don't even want to take one percent like it was you but like right. what what of the, my book did you value the most and, and if you can just review david's book in like two seconds because that was going to be my next question too. <laughs> i don't okay so i'm not sure i can answer david's question but i can't review the book because i read it how long ago did i buy it david like five months ago yeah it's been a while and i read yeah. it right when i got it and then i haven't i haven't touched it since just because i'm pretty good with with what i read but like i told you the the other day on the instagram dms man it's just like the steps i remember the chapter about the steps Mm -hmm. the best you know it's just uh it all just kind of comes back to accountability i guess you know those those four steps yep it's it's like accountability that's all it reminds me of is accountability stay accountable be you know be accountable for yourself your mental everything like personality, everything. No, I love that. When, so, when I mean, that, that's that's always the biggest thing is like is simplifying things as much as possible. That it just makes it you make something so simple that's like, oh, I could do that. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was that was the the best chapter for me. I, I loved reading those steps, and I'll probably go back in a month and read them again, and then in six months read them again. Mm-hmm. I mean, good just, shit. Just All right, guys. Calm. I said I have to write a book now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, I I got a little emotional after like you. Oh fuck yeah! I can imagine. Even even you saying how I had any effect or like my book had any value on the story. It just like it's like oh shit. Like well, I know it did, David. You know because because how would I have found you on TikTok? You know mm-hmm. like yeah. this all happened for a reason. I took the leap of faith, bought the book, 
got the book, read the book, loved the book, and now look where I am. It's definitely a step in my life, along with Corviv and this friend group and family. You know, it's it's just as big as a step as those. So yeah, that's the biggest thing. And, and there's there's not one better than the other. They're all they're all just as important. Exactly. Like, I don't want to say like my book. If you didn't read my book, you wouldn't have lost the weight. Like no, no, no. Yeah. No. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of both of you. Look at you. Look at all y'all. Yes. Look at all y'all. <laughs> all but, right, guys. Uh, yeah. You ready to wrap this baby up? Let's wrap this. Let's wrap it on bow. All right, guys. Thank you all for joining in another episode of the Accountable Life Group. If you are looking to be a part of our weekly Wednesday night 8.30 call, you can either DM me or you could DM David and we'll be happy to give you the link. Or the Just link will be in the info. If you watch it on YouTube. Um, yeah. And uh, just remember, it is always 100% free. Uh, it's a very active community and we hope to see you soon. Uh, as always, I'm J. Arp's Journey. He's Fit D-Rock. And we are out of time. Toodles.